All right, clap sync. Three, two, one. Wonderful. All right. Dude, wow, okay. the energy's a yeah, really strong really start, guys. <laughs> you guys, the energy's so good right now that I'm going to make yeah. a, like a really stupid reference that I normally wouldn't make, but like I guess we have to because we're just we're in trouble. Started early. Um Elena has on her like shirt, I guess. Um long sleeve shirt. Those like holes for the thumbs. Do you guys remember that shit when you were yes. younger? Like those shit, that shit yeah. was so cool. Everyone was like, "Fuck, man. Holes for your thumbs." Thumb holes, bro. Yeah. Keeps your hands warm. Yeah. I bought mm-hmm. a leather jacket recently that has thumb holes. And it's honestly, when, when do you wear a leather jacket? Usually at night when the weather's cooled down a bit and you're a little bit cold. So thumb holes in the leather jacket. It's perfect. Oh, is, is that when you wear a leather jacket? Because I wear a leather jacket only when I pull it out of the closet and look in the mirror and then just go, you know, I still can't pull this off and I put it back in <laughs> So if that's the way that you use it, that's great. I'm really like happy for you. <laughs> I feel like I always wear a leather jacket when I'm like, I was going to say out on the town, but that makes it sound like I'm social often, which I'm not. <laughs> but like, I solely wear it. Like, actually, it's perfect for the summer when all the restaurants are over air conditioned to the point where you, you're you roasting hot outside. You go inside, you get blasted with like mm-hmm. negative 20 degree mm-hmm. wind. And you're just like, geez, I need to bundle up for a sec. That's when I wear leather mm-hmm. jackets. Okay, that's pretty good. Also, like maybe when you like make the rounds in Animal Crossing, you know, you go into the town to like talk to people or something. Leather <laughs> yeah. jacket for social occasions. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I finally got rid of my other jackets i want I think to say you did too. I was thinking dude i had it. one with all the anime zippers that i didn't buy because it was like looked normal i bought because it looked crazy and i just i wanted i wanted how many of the zippers it. were fake they were i mean it's like fake in the context like that there wasn't a pocket behind it or like fake in the context that they don't even unzip yeah well both i okay. feel like in like a lot of like women's fashion it was always both it was either this is a zipper that doesn't unzip it's just literally like a track with a tab that doesn't move okay yeah. <laughs> or it's like oh this unzips but it's to store your like one grain of white rice i guess <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's all it can hold. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly okay i know okay so far at least for the one that i had not that this question needed a real answer but here we go um it had real zippers, but a lot of them were for things that are, like, kind of useless. Like, it had, like, you know, like, where your love handles are? It had, like, <laughs> zippers there. Yeah. I don't think that's what they were thinking. But, like, you know, you could unzip it, and then it could, like, flare out snacks. a little bit. It could hold your snacks. No, no, no. It would just, it would just like, flare out a little bit at the bottom. So you could, like, oh, it zip like... it up to, like, make it tighter if you wanted or, like, flare it out. And it's, like, that's not a really, like, high-priority zipper function, but it was just, like, le- they were, like, at that level of, like, what can we fucking use a zipper for? Like, they were, like, that part on the list <laughs> <laughs> with these sorts of zippers. Definitely ones on the the arms and shit. There's ones on the, you know, the chest where the pockets are. Um, obviously, one down the middle. Um, one for, like, I guess, attaching, like, a hood piece that I don't even think they sold with it, you know, if you, like, word it, like, on the neck, on the collar. So... I don't know. They were real zippers, but they were real dumb. And that's what I liked. <laughs> got them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I got <laughs> Take that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, in reality, they got me because I bought that shit. So there you go. Yeah. True. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was like one of those things where I was like, 
could I? Did you think McCoy could pull it off, though? Yeah. That's like what McCoy was wearing, like, potentially when I first met him. Mm, I have, like, very strong memories of this jacket. Mm. Mm -hmm. This is, I'm I'm thinking of a different jacket even than that. But, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, really? Are you thinking of the green one? No. Oh, then I have no idea what you're talking about. This conversation's really got away from us, but... Yes. Have you guys heard about Slime Rancher? Yeah. Should we just jump right in <laughs> and get ourselves out of this discussion? What do you mean, of jump McCoy's right in? That, that was fashion? like a, I think that was like a one step away from where we were. Yeah. I guess you know what? Yeah. I got it. Wait, totally. no, back it up. I got it, guys. Act natural. Act natural. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're talking about leather jackets. You know who wears leather jackets? Ranchers. And this week we played Slime Rancher. Whoa. Is oh, that a known fact? Shit. <laughs> I fucking nailed that, you guys. Thank God I'm here. <laughs> and that's the thing. If you didn't know that out there, listener, we're out here to teach you today. So we've <laughs> all got up to speed with that fact right now. Um, but yeah, this is going to be awesome. Obviously, this is uh, one of Raphael's like top, I would say, top games. I don't know. He can find that more for us a little bit later. But we're going to play it in two weeks. And this week, we've just gotten into it. Played a bunch. We'll talk a lot about that. Um but also just like what's what it's been like because um, it's I don't know it's one of those games that I think for me at least I look at it and I'm sure other people feel differently about this um, but when I look at it I'm like this is too happy for me I guess <laughs> <laughs> like is that fucked up to say like dude I, mean, I yeah I I, I kind of looked at it and I was like it looks very like kidsy cartoonish I guess mm-hmm. and I was like that looks kind of dumb and I passed on it and it wasn't until it kept like coming back up in like this is similar to these other games that you love that I really was like, well, maybe I should just try it. Hmm. And then you and never yeah. looked back. So how would you describe this game, Raphael? Like, well, like what is this game? Um, and I want you to give your best approximation of an actual definition, and then if you can okay. remember what that one guy described it as that we were joking about the other day, like some. Anyway, I can't do it justice, but it's like, it's a simulator of fucking oh uh, you know what I'm talking about it wasn't some guy it was fucking James no it wasn't fucking James it was a random review on the the Steam uh, store yeah 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 I can find it oh cause James did James just reference it last podcast I don't know cause James said something fucking funny about this game last podcast but I can't remember what it was he asked if uh, Slime Rancher was secretly a hentai game that was probably it, yeah. <laughs> that would have made me laugh. Uh, yes, so no, not what I was trying to reference, but <laughs> hilarious. Um, yeah, so that's not, not how so I far. would describe it, just for the record. Yeah, I don't think I, so. I would say it's it's part farm simulator, uh, and that like you definitely have the ranch and you're you're ranching these slimes and their food sources, uh, and it is part uh, kind of like three D platformer Metroidvania in that you have a world that you're exploring and you unlock parts of it and unlock upgrades that let you explore it in slightly new ways it doesn't have a whole lot of depth of the metroidvania part um in that like the main upgrade is the jetpack um but you're definitely like going to new places and getting new slimes that you then ranch um as for the the steam review exquisite game about capitalism and forced labor very cute which I've just been thinking about the whole time playing it. Like, wow. Like, cause it's, this reminds me of the same thing that like, uh, happened when I was playing. Oh God. Like endless 
space or something. It was one of those Forex games, but it was in space. And one of the things on the tech tree you could upgrade if your populace was like trying to revolt is like you could upgrade television, basically, and just like <laughs> give it to them and it would just like satiate them. And here it's like, play some, you want to get some music boxes for these guys? Are these guys upset? Like, you know, why don't we just like feed them on a, on a timer? You know, like, why don't we just like, we'll get them, we'll get them happy. And it, it's, um, I've been thinking about that review while I play it, but, but yeah. So it's a resource game, you know? It's one of those games where, like, you, you know, want to manage your resources and grab things out from the world and then start cultivating them so that you can get more more automated resources in some ways. And then, or maybe even, like, you get resources then you have to manage them. They create the problems of you having to manage them. And then you want to do your best to solve these problems by automating different systems or organizing things or having your you know, day planned out or whatever like that. And then eventually you, you know, move on to bigger and better things. And if that doesn't sound fun to you, I would remind you that like, that's kind of like what it is to be a human. That's like our core game. That might be like our original game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so people love that shit, man. Um, Probably a bunch on this call. They do. Great. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh. Anybody else heard about this game? Anybody else thought it was too cute? I'm just curious about like the, the outskirts before we jump I in. I did. Raphael's been recommending this game to me like since he met me, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had seen it before that, but basically been like, that looks too cute. And like, yeah, like cartoony. I think even like the trailers with all like the sucking stuff, it kind of reminds me of Splatoon. Just the trailer part with like the sucking stuff up and then spitting it back out kind of mechanic. Um but yeah, it just looked like too cutesy for me, and so I had never played it and kept pushing it off, even though like everything else that I have enjoyed on Steam is essentially just like this game. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to be playing it now. I'm really enjoying it. It is very cutesy, but in, it's not in like an obnoxious way, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I guess the little slimes do make a lot of very cute noises. They're so cute. But they, that's the thing. That they are just really cute, though. Yeah. It's Those a... little water ones, Ooh, like they oh really, <laughs> I love them. Mm-hmm. McCoy was like, well, I read somewhere Puddle we can slimes. just put them over here. And I was like, no, we will build them a pond somewhere nearby where I can see them every day. Every day we go check on them. <laughs> yeah, there's a balance between, I think, efficiency and just joy. Mm-hmm. And you always got to like, you always got to go yeah. towards the joy side because it, 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 what the fuck else are you doing if not that? Like, if you want to see them every day, you might as well build that shit right outside the fucking house makes sense yeah yeah but it's just like you know then i'm like you know we could put a silo here and that's really like close to the dispensary where you fucking put the the plorts oh yeah the naming for everything's fucking cute too jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) it's true (laughs) it's true plorts feels a little bit unnecessary does it i don't know feels very rick and morty to me oh it does i I like it Mm. you gotta Mm. feed the slimes to get the plorts then you sell the plorts on the plort market Mm-hmm. That literally yeah. works like a stock market where each day prices go up and down on each port type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you and, have to monitor. <laughs> and maybe it works like a stock market, even still, in the sense that, like, you can have influences on it. Like, if you sell a bunch, like, they're not going to fucking come back with good value for that for a long fucking mm-hmm. time. Like, I was noticing that. Like, I was like, they're like, yo, boom slimes, bro. This shit's, like, really rare. And then we sold, like, 
200 because we've been banking them because i've been waiting for that number it just goes up and up and up because the game's like trying to incentivize you and then like they've never broken 40 cents like it's just like they don't give a fuck anymore they're like okay fine i think there's like some weird psychological Mm -hmm. stuff happening with that port market because when we first saw it like you look it up and you can read about it in your slimopedia or whatever it's called and um mccoy and i were like it's the entry says you know like oh like really excellent ranchers watch the plort market and like time their sales to, and but like but you don't have to and mccoy and i were mm-hmm. like well we're like we don't care we don't care if we're getting maximum value for this like we'll just sell them whatever and then like i don't know the next f- physical day human day of playing the next actual day not in game mm-hmm. we were like we're gonna need to build a silo we gotta start mm-hmm. Making sure we're timing the port market. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I don't know if it's human nature or just like capitalism, but something we were like, we have to get maximum value for all of these. Well, it's the point where they choke you out from the original resources that you have. And this yeah. is something that we'll get into a little bit more as we talk about progression, but just like a little sneak peek on that. Like Elena and I did not really truly understand the value of feeding the big guys. We knew you could, but thought it was like going to give you some resources and we had plenty of resources. So we did not like progress for like the majority of our time because we couldn't get through any of the doors except for the ones that I parkoured around with the jetpack mm-hmm. via flying <laughs> all the way around or over them or yeah. other like weird ass parkour shit that you could do. Um, but we were like on some of the early plorts for a long, 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 long time. And so they just like, oh, geez. they're like, hey man, I'll give you like a gold for this. And you're like, stock market that goes up and down huh like and yet you're not gonna give a shit for this and it's been fucking weeks out here and you know we're fucking dying um so there's definitely an effect where as you sell more of one plort the value of that one goes down Mm -hmm. and so we were getting starved out pretty hard by that effect and so that was like leading us to be like well we really gotta like we gotta batten down the hatches a bit um but anyways um i'm curious like james oh you guys heard about this game before just rounding out that question I mean, I definitely, being on, like, the big Stardew Valley kick, that's how I heard of this game, because everyone's like, ah, oh, it's, it's a lot like Stardew Valley. And I think a content creator that I watched for a time, he started, like, as Stardew Valley started to get old for him, he uh, moved on to Slime Rancher. And I don't know, like, this is a content creator who's, like, you know, a gym teacher by day, like, Stardew Valley content creator by night, so, like... I kind of assumed that the game would be for kids and that he's just catering to, like, his young audience as, like, a teacher sort. Just being like, hey, kids, this theme's fun. Like, whatever. Um, So that's kind of what my impression was. Yeah, it was like this. It, yeah, it's not like that it looks babyish. It just, it just looked too juvenile for me, I guess. Um, But then, uh, I don't know. I just suddenly I just saw a ton of people playing it all of a sudden especially since I was in that Stardew Valley scene of content creation, all of those people like dabbled in Slime Rancher for a bit. So I'm like, okay, it's got to have some, I guess, playability that's not juvenile then. Um, or there must be really sure desperate. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or I was going to say like, that that's always the thing with content creation. It's like, are they just trying to tap into the next like kid market <laughs> Or is it actually a f- game that they, as a 25-year-old, mm-hmm. like to play? <laughs> the hipster Minecraft. They're yeah. like, it's not, I'm not technically playing Minecraft for just 12-year-olds or under. James, is this game the monster train of the Slay the Spire community? Like, do you know what I mean? In terms of Stardew Valley <laughs> to Slime Rancher. Is that fair? 
I don't think so. Um, I think that they have different audiences, and Monster Train and Slay the Spire do not have different audiences. Hmm. So, I mean, they have a, a very intersecting audience, but different people will enjoy Slay the Spire, uh, not Slay the Spire, uh, Slime Rancher then will enjoy um, Stardew Valley. Like, I think I enjoy this game more than I enjoy Stardew Valley. Hmm. Um, just uh, for various reasons. I think I enjoy being in a uh, first-person game more than I enjoy being top-down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like um, semi-headshotting things. You know, just behind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Peeking corners perfect and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, perfect crosshair placement. Shooting, all of those shooting chickens yeah. into the, uh, into those Gordo cats. Yeah, Gordo <laughs> cat slimes. Yeah. yeah, dude, I uh, I devised a lineup for my silo to the deposit. Like he has to like That's look at so the ground. Fucking funny. Like get his crosshair right and then like oh, look up at the right God. angle. It's ridiculous. It's such a it's a hell and, of an arc too. <laughs> and Elena's like, just walk five feet. And yeah, you go like, so no, fast and you're fucking too. slow. Yeah, you don't get the speed boost unless you're close. Yeah. No, it's just it's fucking rad. This is technically though. more efficient. It's not though. Once yeah. I line it up, I don't efficient. have to move. Yeah, no. <laughs> Dude, James is nailing like the meta context of like the argumentative tone that one would have when trying to oh, justify. One would have that you would have. <laughs> so the thing is, when you go up close to it, you shoot uh, fast and then much faster. You get this like as well a speed boost, a yeah. speed boost to uh-huh. your yeah. Uh, I guess RPM rounds per minute. Um, this is uh, very true. Yeah, resources per minute or something, ports per minute or whatever. And so you don't get that if you're like too far away because it doesn't understand what you're trying to do. Um, but it is super badass to land that shit. And yeah. so, wait, can I also <laughs> mention one more thing sure. briefly? Sure. McCoy and I are playing this game together. I started out being the one controlling this game. Mm-hmm. I am no longer controlling okay. this game. Mm-hmm. McCoy has taken over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, do you want to give any more? I guess right. I can give you the context. So the context was that <laughs> I think I'm gonna get to. I mean, I'm like, get did you watch? Did you? It's no. not. It's not that. No. It was just that like it was really hard to watch you just like shoot the resources that you wanted to keep off the edge <laughs> and then just sit there <laughs> devastated. Like, oh my god, oh my god, we needed that. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh my god, okay, just suck it up one more. Th- oh god, shot it again. The fuck. And so it was like you were starting to spiral into like a somewhat dark place, and then I was just like, so I'm not gonna say I'm like an ex-professional console player, but like. <laughs> Like, what if I just, what if you just started dictating what you, what you wanted to have? Cause it was honestly brutal. Like, like things were getting out of control. Like you would just shoot random shit that wasn't supposed to be everywhere, everywhere. Just cause I think the left and the and right. And then like get in. flustered and shoot more. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then it's like, yeah. and, but then you would also just kind of like leave it too. Like, no, it's just fine. They'll just be, they'll just wander around here. You're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> I was like thinking about standing up and leaving. I was like, this is just fucking brutal. I can't watch this shit. Like there's a there's a level of 
excellence that I want to apply to this, or at least intention and execution, right? It doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect, but at least being like saying what you want to do out loud and then doing it as opposed to like saying what you want to do and then shooting, doing the wrong thing and then just abandoning all <laughs> goals and just being like, <laughs> that's a little much for me. I do think it would have been a good, it was a good call because I think otherwise our like a base camp area, like your little starting area would have been just overrun with assorted slimes that did not make it into their cages. Mm-hmm, like chickens and shit. Yeah, they would have eaten everything. It would have been a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also had a uh, a particular goal. We, yeah, it's interesting because because of the cuteness factor, and maybe this is true in games that are less cute, although I feel like it... I don't know. But, like, there was also, like, side goals, like meta goals that, that didn't exist in the game. But, like, for instance, Elena was like, okay, we're doing a vegetarian farm, no meat. Like... We're not slaughtering animals here because like this game is in su- to some degree like like cow slaughter simulator. Like if you really think about it, they are cows or chickens, but right, so yes. it's totally fine. Um, but like, but like, so there was like that um, like element to our thing. So we ended up like combining or I guess breeding like a bunch of things with like like you know tabbies and other sorts of things the things that eat meat if we wanted their ports we would breed them with something that has like a favorite fruit that we were already producing so we could feed them fruit instead um so we were going oh, like yeah i did the same thing but not because of vegetarian concerns instead because i made a whole bunch of like fruit and vegetable generation mm-hmm. and it felt way more efficient to do that than chickens yeah. In fact, Raphael, do you want to chime in on this and share your knowledge? Because I was side messaging Raphael about it, and he actually has some expert knowledge to shed on this. Yeah. So naturally, I have a spreadsheet for this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay, and good. I really need to understand the math behind the slimes and their foods. So I calculated the, the yields and the slimes that are supported by each of the uh, food types. And Interestingly, chickens are pretty good on paper, uh, so you can support up to 18.8 slimes on one uh, deluxe coop with all the upgrades. However, there's a problem. The, the chicken like breeding is very finicky, like you need to have a roostro there, and uh, you can't you don't have really good control over what gets pulled out of the uh the coop and sent to feed the slimes so uh i looked around for sort of like critical consensus on what the optimal approach was and it seems like generally people are against chickens um for this reason that like it has a tendency to fall out of the stable position and technically like getting that optimum chicken production requires the coop to be full but then like that inhibits the production and roostros get old all sorts of stuff so Hmm. crops are the way to go wow there you go Mm -hmm. makes sense Mm -hmm. so basically what i mean to say is i highly regret meeting (laughs) my boom slime with the uh with the hunter cat tabbies yeah oh i have have very high yield they're cute and they explode everywhere, but they only eat roostros or uh, hens. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. I'm doing my best to sustain them. But I actually so- found out if I put a 
a baby, a mom, and a roostro in enough yield inside my boom boom cat corral, they can start mating inside the corral and <laughs> slightly have a, a better yield than like what I'm grabbing from the coop itself. So what a That's horrible incredible. existence for those baby chicks. <laughs> like they're just in it's, this it's so cage. Sad. Yeah, with walking like- past and I look at the little baby chick and I'm just like Oh, you poor thing. Your mother (laughs) did not know what she was giving birth to. The situation. Yeah. (laughs) There's just boom slimes exploding overhead. You just just slowly (laughs) turn up the music box. Like, just like, in preparation for the devastation that's about to go fucking down in there. That's what it was. I couldn't do it. Like, the game is too cute. And they're all these little baby chicks. Like I, you can't. I can't. I can't. I can't get on board with it in a game that's adorable. It's funny when you say that, and when you guys talk about that, I, I just had this like, Im, like this, just this video that would just play nonstop in my head. It was almost like a live stream into James's playthrough, even though he didn't actually show me. And it was him being like, I "Have too many pink slimes," and then him just like machine gunning them off the side of the cliff just being like okay solve that problem like moving on <laughs> Raphael is this true please confirm uh, yep <laughs> oh no I I did in fact do exactly that I mean, I make McCoy... isn't that what the ocean behind your like hut is no, for no I make McCoy return yeah, them to their right. natural habitat yeah and and you can't return them like lazily outside your place unless they go there because otherwise you'll create like nightmare spawns like, really fast like so I mean, actually, the nightmare spawns is another way of dealing with getting rid of slimes. Mm-hmm. Just make those. They kill all your slimes. Did you see the quote mm. um, flavor text for the disintegrator or incinerator? Um, I we didn't build it, but it was like you can destroy anything in here, like from this to this to this and slimes. If you're a heartless piece of shit, or something, something yeah. like that. I don't know. They obviously didn't say piece of shit, but they're like, if you're just heartless, and I was like, yeah, understood. I mean, I do have to admit I was one of those heartless people, but it's because of my question. The question that I have, though, so like this game, it gives you like the basic ropes of everything. And then it basically is like the whole fun of Slime Rancher is just learning as you go. And so I'm curious how everybody's like first starting out ranch ended up being because I remember what I started doing was just I corralled like 50 pink slimes everywhere Mm -hmm. and I was like I just pick up the pink slimes and I put them in the corral Mm -hmm. and then suddenly they're everywhere and they're eating my chickens and they're eating my crops and nothing's growing and I don't know what to do and I feel very overwhelmed (laughs) and then I was like oh an incinerator I'm gonna just start from scratch (laughs) so I literally went around (laughs) scooped up like 20 slimes at a time and just put them in the incinerator because i was like i need a clean slate i can't do this anymore. <laughs> and then with oh your clean i got sl- a clean slate hmm. by um mixing three different kinds of slimes in the same mm-hmm. um corral mm-hmm. and then during the night tar slimes just ate everything and then disappeared and i i was like oh and then I realized that what you should do is read the Slimepedia. <laughs> um, yeah. It it explains what's happening. Yeah. Notably, it doesn't explain that you'll get keys from... Yeah. McCoy and I did miss that. From Gordo's. Yeah, from Gordo's. Or yeah. like from one, maybe the pink one in the beginning. I don't know if it's like random or it's just that. I, or... I think they weren't expecting quite the uh, level of parkour proficiency that you had. 
Yeah, I was getting achievements and shit or something. Like, I don't know if they were mm-hmm. achievements for, like, doing it the way I did it or if it was just, like, you got into this place. Congratulations. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually um started creating an ornament path along my trajectory to, like, highlight the path <laughs> mm-hmm. that you should take to get around this fucking group. But, yeah, you do what you can. We've also started to implement um, memorial ornaments. You know how every time the Gordo slime, ex- you, like, you feed it enough, it explodes, you get an ornament and some other shit? We like to leave that ornament there as a memorial to the Gordo slime that gave its existence. <laughs> yeah, that gave its existence for a cuberry and three fucking hens or some shit. You're like, I <laughs> I make this at home. You died in vain. <laughs> <laughs> also, stop sitting on fucking teleporters. It's like warm or something. Like, what's the fucking deal? Get off these things. <laughs> Do you want me to come over there and kill you by oh by overeating? Yeah, that that. There's another fucked up message in there, isn't there? You just like feed this like, I would say well, immobile slime. It's so they don't large. Die. What? They don't die. Uh, they... So, they split into a bunch of their type of slime. Hmm. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's no way to actually get more slimes on your ranch. So, at least it's implied that this is how slimes reproduce. Oh. What do you mean there's no way to get more slimes at your ranch? Like, like, oh, you have like, to go it? out and get them from somewhere. They can't yeah, like, they, You don't actually yeah. breed them. You just, like, hybridize them. Mm-hmm. What if you could breed them? Mm-hmm. That's a whole different game, you guys. I know. I think that they kind of, like... That's slime breeder? <laughs> That's, um... <laughs> That's actually a hentai game. No, no, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say... I was going to say, you need to turn off the uh, age filter on Steam for that game to turn open up. Oh, God. Why? God, why? Um, yeah, so listen, fuck it. If that game exists. No. No, we should play. Okay, also, wait, nope. I'm sorry. One of the, no, we're not playing that. Also, major reason. <laughs> major reason I came on the podcast today before we fully lose control is because on the one of the last podcast, mm-hmm. Jay, I love you. I love that you stepped to the plate as the person who says the TOT official email. But last week you did say that it was team t- you email tyrannyofthumbs.com, which <laughs> is not accurate, people. Well. Email tyrannyofthumbs at gmail.com to let us know if you think we should play Slime Breeder. Or anything so, else. So, you know, so other famous <laughs> content um, cr- creation places have sponsored games when they got successful enough. Like, think of, like, Dream Daddy and stuff. Ours could no. be this one. No. We <laughs> don't want to be those people. Yeah. You say that. But I just think that that genre just doesn't really have the level of quality that I think, you know, we've played a lot of games. We're actually... Okay, okay. This on. podcast deserves... Yeah, this... Yeah, exactly. The, the TOT After Dark, like, separate like podcast feed that we have that's just dude i don't know man i was looking at cyberpunk 2077 mods the other day because i was like i'm curious like what they've done have they like quote fixed the game or whatever and uh mm-hmm. i mean maybe I, I i don't know maybe um but i can tell you people have made a lot of nude mods for that game. <laughs> and you sit to yourself and you think like nude mods like that doesn't seem so far off and it's like I think that's what insults the modders and 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 maybe makes them want to go harder. I don't really know the the the, the motivation, but they're like removed this small piece of clothing that was the only thing protecting like this model from being <laughs> completely nude, and it looks much better. You know, like they're like offended, like you went so close. Anyways, 
So um, yeah, I recommend that to to anyone that wants just a weird ass fucking experience. Look at fucking cyberpunk mods. They're fucking weird as shit. Um, but okay. There are mod packs for your jetpack in this game. No, okay, we don't need to have a transition. What if we just go back in? Um, cool. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I guess what I will say though, not that anybody needs advice on parkouring, but basically the way to think about the jetpack is very simple. Uh, you don't go very high. Like if you hold down the jetpack, you're not going to get very high. You get a little bit higher than you are, and you need to use that. But you can move horizontally really fast and really far as a result. So you want to like be scaling things that are just a little bit higher than you, they, and they can be pretty far away. And so you kind of want to be utilizing that um, to get places, and it's honestly really useful. Um, I greatly, greatly recommend it. But let's see. So I'm actually curious, like, I mean, we don't even, like, I was thinking, like, progression-wise, because, again, like I said, like, we, ha we have both gotten really far and done a lot, but, like, we've also not really done a lot and a lot was like gated behind this stuff like the, the the whole like structure of the game was like expecting us to do this and i'm sure no one else here had any problem with like feeding big slimes because they smile and stuff when you feed them you know um but yeah like the second we did that like things started to be unlocked and like all of a sudden random events started like happening of like oh you can upgrade this so you're like interesting um have you guys been been fucking with the lab at all have, have you guys like been fucking with lab anybody got like teleporters and shit going on or like or like where are we like i'm just trying to get a feel for where people are in terms of like progression along the uh the sort of like into the deep tech stuff yeah like i i'm 15 hours into the game right now but i think a lot of that hour is spent with me optimizing the layout of my farm i have demolished and created so many things in each of my plots just because i'm like ah what if i have all the slimes that need fruit in one area and then all the slimes that need meat in another area so i've been just kind of organizing and making it aesthetically pretty as well as just hybridizing a bunch of slimes together seeing which ones look prettier and then going with the prettier kind Respect. so like i have my like honey mixed with the phosphorus uh phosphorus is it the yeah. phosphorus ones? Sure. The, the purple. Phosphorus. <laughs> yeah, the ones that glow. The the, yeah. the night. The little flying ones. Phosphor is what they call it. Yeah, the phosphor slime. So then they actually kind of look like bumblebees because they have wings now and then a honeycomb on their forehead. It's so cute. Um, and then I also uh, discovered... Um, I, I unlocked... Have have any of you guys done like the, the perks? The, the, like, the reward system? If you go inside your house... There's an option to like look at the, the like, like some club like, rewards. reward thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm on level. Wait, that actually matters. Eight. Well, so you do get stuff for it. So I'm on level eight, which has unlocked slime comfort items. So I gave my little pond slimes rubber duckies. Oh my god! And I Zoe. nearly died. Zoe. <laughs> yes. I it was so close. McCoy like read something about them. Like, oh, they're shy. 
But if you get them a rubber ducky, and I was like, shut the fuck up. Where do we get the rubber ducky? Where do we get the rubber ducky? <laughs> yeah. And we haven't gotten it yet. But now, McCoy, later after this podcast is over, I'm, we're going to have yeah, to Yeah, you're about to subscribe to some magazine shit. Like, we're in, like some high school kid I is will... fucking peddling at the door. Like, <laughs> yes. you should buy fucking magazine subscriptions. And you're like, all right. Yeah, because I got, we got a, uh, like a light up bell for our um, phosphor slimes. Yeah. And they're, it's fucking adorable. Yeah, they all just like <laughs> jump on it. And then like, they, like when it lights up, it, they all light and up. It jingles yeah and they light up with it and like we did it and i was like i've been working very long hours this week so i was like oh my god it's just so cute mm-hmm. and McCoy's like are you okay i'm like yeah everything's right in i the mean world. The, the pond ones are absolutely adorable especially since like there can only be like up to three in a pond at a mm-hmm. time so you like drop the ducky in and all three just go in the middle and they just start slowly revolving around it like squeaking it and i'm yes. just like i, yeah. I think i mean i was in the same mental space as you elena because that happened and i was like finding myself tearing up being yeah. like it's so pure <laughs> it's yeah. so cute yeah. which i guess like we were all wrong we're like this game is too cute for us and like zoe and i are sitting here crying about slime toys if it makes you feel better i, I was right <laughs> you, it is too cute for you yeah like i'm like sitting here like i'm like i'm like i've never been so close to hitting up game and being like we should just play that one game call of duty zombies where i just redline my fucking soul with garbage <laughs> like i just like fucking just gorgeous falls from the sky like like i'm thinking like like it's like I, I play this game and I'm like I think I could have created Gears of War if it didn't exist already. I'd be like, okay, so you have a gun, but you put a chainsaw on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> but fair enough. Um, yeah, I would also say I I think I could be wrong on this, but I think you can actually do four in a pond because I think the way they wrote it was three others. Three others, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just I oh. like three though because they make a perfect triangle around the duck. <laughs> so. Before we're gonna need more ponds. Yeah. Did you hear that? Three make a perfect triangle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. You have to yeah. get level eight to the reward system, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get us there. But yeah, so basically my play style has mainly... I'm, I'm also somebody who really likes to play... Um, like, I like to have 999 of each item in my inventory for quick and easy trading. That's how I've played Stardew Valley, and that's kind of how I'm going with this. So, like, I've unlocked the lab, but I'm just, like, currently working on just banking all of the all of the materials needed to craft anything at this point in time. So I'm like, ah, 500 pink. Pink. I, I forget what they're called. Plorts. Plorts. <laughs> like 500 pink plorts. That'll be good. I have to get 500 of everything now in order to proceed. Mm-hmm. So like not a lot of actual world progression, but I'd say like a lot of progression in terms of like hybridization as well as just understanding the, mechanics of the game yeah well and that's and that's i think what mm. you know like rafa and i were talking about a little bit off there which was just like there is technically like a halfway point that we have assigned for this weekend and fair enough but i think it's like this is not really a game because like i think when we get to our review section i might and you know not not even on this episode but i might mention something on the lines of yeah th- i could have i could have used a fucking mail or something that would have been a tutorial telling me to fucking feed these ports but it doesn't fucking matter because it prog- progress isn't really the goal it's just do what the fuck you want to do is the goal mm-hmm. and if you're having fun doing whatever the fuck you want to do you are winning you know what i mean so yeah mm-hmm. i i wanted to point out like earlier you were mentioning that you kind of have the tension between like optimizing something and then just doing what is fun or like enjoyable. And I feel like Slime Rancher does a really good job of 
letting you make that choice. Like you're not pressured into optimizing and you're pressured to maybe a little bit like you could pay a bunch of, what are the new bucks to join the seven Z reward club, but you don't like really need to, mm -hmm. you can just have your pawns and your puddle slimes. Oh my God. No, they need those rubber duckies. Guys, this just makes me think, what if the developers of Pokemon Unite had made this game? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting there like, wow, that moment where we were all allowed to just, like, have fun and it didn't bother us to, like, pay real money? Mm -hmm. That shouldn't be there. <laughs> like, Isn't that, that just what po Pokemon Snap is? I don't know. Isn't that just a version? <laughs> Pokemon Snap? Oh, you mean, like, way back in the... No, that's... You take pictures of cards. There's a new one. Oh, I see. I of cards of Pokemon. But I feel like it has that same cuteness factor where the whole point of Pokemon Snap is just look at these cute Pokemon. Look at them do cute things. Take photos. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, what if you could go to the zoo, but it wasn't sad as fuck and they weren't actually in a cage. <laughs> like they were instead just like in their natural habitat. The only disadvantage is that you are in your house and they are not real, which is an advantage mm -hmm. to some of us, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what Slayer's about Pokemon is. Pokemon was just like, like at the core of it, they were like, yo, animals are fucking weird. And we like that. We're just going to make a bunch of weird animals. And then like other people, like, it's like, I mean, it's got to be one of the biggest gaming franchises in existence because people fucking love weird animals. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like they can, they can sustain a game. Like, cause can you imagine like Slime Matcher trying to do this? Like Slime Rancher is a is a game, and it, and we are having fun with it, and that is awesome. But can you imagine them coming out with another full fledged game that is just take pictures of their shit? Like, like do you know, do you know how successful you have to be to like make a game like that that works? Holy shit! But yeah, people love animals, man. They love looking at them. I mean, I've been doing tons of watching. Look YouTube. at this weird dog. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, that was the thing, right? It's like when you're thinking about like what does a camera need to do like think about your cell phone camera right if you're like apple or something and you're making a cell phone you're like okay because like when i came from everything was landscape right everything was like you know it's like when people were like remember all that like everyone's fighting everyone about like flip your like flip your video man why are you recording this vertical like all that shit people are like so mad why are you recording this vertical record it horizontal man it's not gonna look good on my tv and like look at instagram bro instagram killed fucking horizontal horizontal's fucking dead um, but I don't even, False. Dude, what I post horizontal pictures to Instagram all the time. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Successful? I just have to hit the fucking button. <laughs> of course. Not. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> no, but I just mean like, like if you think about what a camera needs to do, it needs to be good at not the shit that like the, the technical people wanted to do, but rather just like a couple of things. It needs to be good at nude videos. It needs to be good at pictures of animals. <laughs> like, this is like, this is like the most important shit. If your phone can do this, you can take over the world. Like, people were like thinking about all the amazing uses you could do with your phone. And they always like advertise to you like, dude, you could make like a really cool like skate video, bro. Where you're like, the dude's like grinding down the fucking, you know, whatever. And he's like jumping over stairs and shit. And he's a BMX bike. He's doing a backflip. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, the internet just needs to have devices that can pour pictures of people's animals onto it that's really mm -hmm. like all it needs to do to succeed that's all people really actually want to do really at their core like the rest of it is just 
I think like the time in between animal pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So are you guys going to pay for this? For, no, wait. Uh, well, I think I have a slight segue. Mm. Do people have like a favorite slime combo right now? Because mm. McCoy and I are in the market for some new hybrids. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering like what are the what are the best ones that you've all found out there? I mean, I think the phosphor with the with the honey slimes. I mean, they they just make cute little bees. So I I honestly think that's the cuter one. But I also I really like my boom boom cats. Mm-hmm. So if you want danger, if you want to live dangerously. <laughs> so there is some notable structure here in that there are fourteen different types of ranchable slimes, and there are seven vegetable or vegetable or fruit favorite foods that produce optimally. So you, if you are committed to having only the like vegetable fruit, mm-hmm. then you can never mix two of them. True. Never Wait, mix like meat one to of meat the... one, you mean? Or... Two of the ones that consume, that like really like uh, fruit or so vegetables. So no boom boom cats. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, that would be so. Combined. What are some of your favorite optimal slimes? Oh, so I have all of them from this optimized. part of the game. Uh, so let's see. I do rock and crystal. Uh, I do phosphor and tabby. Mm-hmm. I do honey and hunter. I was uh, doing honey and hunter. Damn, seems like a good combo. Yeah. Uh, and let's see. And then I do rad and boom. Mm-hmm. It's That's like the dangerous ultimate combo. dangerous slime there. Mm-hmm. A radiated yeah. boom slime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can see it. I, I also like to free, ran- free range my slimes. So I don't put them in pens. Uh, I dedicate each like sub area of the ramp- ranch to one of the largos. So the rad and so booms at your I put suggestion- on the docks. Hmm. At your suggestion, I did that with the phos- phospho slimes or whatever mm-hmm. in the cave mm-hmm. where they can just survive for free. Mm-hmm. And I just like put some uh, cube, cuberry trees in there. And it works really well. You just kind of go in, suck up all the plorts and the slimes, and then shoot, back, shoot out. back out all the slimes. So no cages. No corrals. No. Every plot. So I do have garden. I do have one cage in there for the larger ones because it bothers me to suck up the larger slimes Mm -hmm. while I'm trying to suck up the plorts. Hmm. Um, Yeah. So that's where the lab comes in because you can actually ah. the collection of plorts with the drones. Okay. Is that what it Mm -hmm. is? With the the bees. I. I just unlocked the lab and I was looking through all the stuff that you can get and I was like, oh, this is all the automation that I assumed would be in here because Raphael likes this game. (laughs) So fair. So fair. I was thinking the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Also, like on top of that, you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, this is what all these goddamn treasure parts are. Every time we got to a treasure part, Elena's like, that's probably just DLC we have to pay for. And I'm like, Elena, this is not Pokemon Unite. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Calm down. Been burned before. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Go ahead. 
Wait, but do you have to buy upgrades at the thing to get the treasure pods? I, d I still don't understand that. Yeah, eventually, I don't remember what you do that triggers it, but eventually you buy an upgrade that lets you open like a code cracker, I think is what it's called. It's an upgrade and to then you suit. can um, crack the codes on some treasure pods and then like you have to level it up to be able to open for a different colors of them. Yeah. First you get the oh, green and then the blue fucker. and then the purple. Mm -hmm. You've just been seeing that and I was like, fuck, like, what am I supposed to do with this shit? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also a really low key. Raphael. Go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that he was watching me play a little bit and um, he, he made some cryptic like <laughs> later in the story, you'll be able to figure that shit out. <laughs> he um, fucking would. <laughs> so I was like. I was like waiting for somebody to say something that would let me open up one of the colors. That is not what I should have been waiting for. Well, it does give you like a little notification when it becomes available, but I, I guess you can miss those. But there's also like a trigger that needs to happen specifically for this one. It might be unlocking the lab actually. For the I believe for it is the, just 15 the treasure pods. Days. I think McCoy is right. I think it's unlocking the lab. What? But who knows? I think you have to unlock the lab. James, you'll find out. Because I, I I, still don't have oh. that trigger, I don't think. Yeah, actually, you're, you're right. First one is the lab. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, then you will get, potentially soon, a notification that you can buy an upgrade to your suit for 4500 that will allow you to crack these blueprint and other treasure pod things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want an upgrade for, like, the amount of things you can carry at once. Not in terms of, like, quantity, but in terms of, like, the variety of things. Like, we only have, like, slots. four slots. Mm. I want more slots. Mm. That yeah. would be my... Raphael, you don't have to say if we ever get that or not, but that's what I want right that's now. That's the classic... Um... Never mind. Inventory management? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, just... I don't think that's a thing. I was going to say, I think that's just where, like, the lab teleporters come into play, is where you can just, like, send items back to your farm. That might be true. And then continue onward. But yeah, I do agree. Like, it is... Four is very limiting, especially if, like, I don't know, for me, I've been utilizing the labs, like, um, the like the mining mm -hmm. tools as well as like the the pumps and i forget the one that involves bees the aviaries but yeah the aviaries what and like apiaries sure it's apiary. sure yes aviary sure no, anyway the point is like considering that one of those machines will output like four different types of things sometimes like it is really like annoying when I pick up all four things and it fills up my inventory and I'm like, well, I'm done with this trip. Yeah. I need to go back yeah. to the farm and <laughs> deposit this. Yeah. So like, I feel like that's where the teleporting just comes in handy where you can just be like, ah, let me just go drop this off and then I'll teleport back to where I was and boom. Yeah. And I think that, that like the, that's like obviously the downside, but I think the upside of that is that they actually really want you to use the upside of filling up your inventory slots, which is that you can collect the things that you actually want to collect on a given journey and then just start hard sucking everything and just shit will just bounce off you mm -hmm. that you don't want, like pink mm -hmm. ports or whatever. And so I think they want you to get to that yeah. state relatively quickly. So I think that's the balance. 
that they were trying to strike with this. Um, and they also yeah, want I you agree. to have... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just agreeing. Okay. Yeah, I think they also want you to have awkward moments where you're like, fuck, there's something really valuable that's rare and random, but I need to shoot some shit out. And then you're, like, deciding what to shoot meanwhile it's, like, getting away. Yeah, there's been times where we've mm-hmm. seen, like, a a gold slime or a... Like gold one of the, the slime, no, or... one of the, they're like, they're white and they have a little neck, golden necklace on, a lucky, lucky slime. Mm. And I'm like screaming, slime. before we knew what you had to do, because I Googled it and I know it's not right, but I was like screaming at my car, like, shoot out the, shoot out the carrots and get that thing. And because you don't have any inventory <laughs> slots left, so you're trying to like shoot out of like wh- whatever most useless item you have fast enough to then be able to suck up this other thing that you do want. Um or, like, when there were t- moments where we were trying to get, like, particular plorts or, like, particular things from the world. But the plorts in particular, too, like, or, like, a, a particular fruit, right? And the fruit's on the ground, but then pl- the slimes around it are trying to eat it. And so you're, like, oh. frantically trying to, like, make space in your inventory to suck it up before the, pl- the other slime eats it. There's a great upgrade for that where you can knock just slimes away. Mm-hmm. It's like a circle phone, the controller or whatever, but it's just like it shoots a gust of air and the ports stay and the slimes go. Yeah. So that's a nice one um, for that sort of situation. If we remember to use it. I do remember to use it. Nice. To me, what bothers me is that it doesn't bother me, but it just catches me off guard. I've definitely almost died a bunch of times is that your sprint is like from your stamina and then your jetpack is from your stamina mm-hmm. and then blowing things like the slimes away is from your stamina. And so I just like naturally run everywhere all the time. So I'm just like running everywhere all the time because if I've got somewhere to go, you want to traverse some ground, like it just might as well go super fucking fast. Seems pretty free to me. So I'm just used to that. So I'm like running super fast around and then I get to something, okay, all I need to do is jet back across this and and I'm like out of stamina and I've, oh God, I've almost just like thrown myself off sides of things oh, a bunch of times. Just being like, why, where's my jetpack? What happened? Like I haven't used it recently. What's the deal? It's like, oh yeah. Yeah, actually I have a notable fail from my current playthrough where this happened to me mm. uh i don't know if you guys have been to ogden's wilds mm-hmm. uh yeah but yeah you gotta like collect the kookadobas there i had 50 kookadobas mm-hmm. and i was like okay i need my stamina to regenerate and then like some feral slimes were attacking me and i was like okay it's probably regenerated now make a jump wait fell into the ocean yep. buy 50 <laughs> kookadobas yeah. rough yeah. yikes it's and then this game does like the most classic shit to you when that happens because it's like oh like you'll be fine, but you're gonna have to pick up all the shit out that fell off your trees though. Like you got a lot of work at the base camp if you haven't automated that <laughs> shit yet. Like it's fine that you died, but the work's calling to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. you got another day cycle coming. Yeah, I mean, I feel like with all of these games, there's definitely a grind. Like, this style yeah. of game is a grindy game. Yep. And I think people who enjoy it, myself included, like, enjoy the grind. Being like, oop, you got to go remember to do the mangoes today. Oop, don't forget about the – like, you have to go. It's like this constant, like, list-making thing where, like, to go feed everybody. And it's like in Stardew Valley when, you, when you're, like, first playing and you have, to, you have to water by hand your garden. Like, every single one. Um and I know there's automation in this game that we'll probably, mo- I think most of us will probably get to next week. We'll start automating things. Seems like where most people are. But there's definitely a, that grind cycle exists in this game. I don't know that I think it's better or worse yet than any other one that I've played. Um, I know McCoy has enjoyed it less than me, but you've done most of it. I don't know. What, what you do you chilling? I don't know if I like, enjoyed it less. It's just, these, you know, these types of games are not as much my style, but it's not like I've enjoyed it less. It's, it's You were just... complaining about like 
forced labor for a little while. <laughs> Which one? About the slimes being forced to labor? No, no, about you being forced. About Because like when you well, die because, and then you come back to life exactly and it's why. like, okay, and you go back to work now. Well, no, yeah, exactly. But like, I'll tell you why. It's because like, it's um, it's actually the way with which I think we differ philosophically about cooperative gameplay. Because when like I need to go pick up shit off the trees, that's when you pull out Instagram. <laughs> I got to check on and the I, dogs, I, bro. I actually like if, if you could hear my inner monologue, it's like <laughs> no one is allowed to play or like like look at Instagram. Like, like, <laughs> we are, look we at... are collecting these resources together. Like we have to like play the game in your mind. What are you doing? So. That's the part that gets me is like, because then it's like I can hand it to you, but then it's like you're shooting shit. <laughs> you, you, you can't really hand it to me. Yeah. No, I can. And we actually have. And you've done plenty of resource runs if you need to do it. But yeah, it's it's actually just a matter of like that work only really bothers me if it's like now the cooperation doesn't really mm-hmm. continue anymore. Now it's just like McCoy does work now while you get to like do whatever the fuck you want. I'm taking, and I just my, like I'm hear taking someone, my lunch break. I hear someone making like a bento box and a YouTube video off your phone, you know, just like, <laughs> like one of those like... <laughs> <laughs> like audio videos where it's like you can hear the sizzle like okay now you put on that you know one of those like really like soothing you know I love those videos they're very calming yeah so I think that's probably what it more is rather than the game although it's true that like generally yes like I I only like so much of the games that just give me a bunch of work to do I like to do the work sometimes but if it's too much like then I don't know. Like I don't. Like, I don't like to see fruit just, uh, you know, just going going bad on the ground. I gotta go pick that shit up. And so yeah. then there's only so much you can put on me where I'm like, okay, I could go do a bunch of crank a bunch of these gears, or I could not, and that's my choice. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think like the one thing that I I wouldn't say I'm struggling with, but it's just an adjustment. Is like at least with Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley has. Um, Stardew Valley, you need to go to bed by 2 a.m. each day mm-hmm. or else your character passes out. Um, so therefore, like in Stardew Valley, I always had a routine of like, okay, like I'm going to exit out of my cottage. I'm going to go this way. I'm going to milk the cows. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do this. And like I, I had like a routine. And this game, there's no pass out period. You can literally stay up for hours on end with no yep. consequent whatsoever mm-hmm. and therefore my concept of time is always just very it's very skewed so half of the time it's like i don't know when my slimes need to be fed or when they like when things need to be growing or when they're fully grown like i'm sure there's like there's definitely like hour counters i'm sure i could keep track of but like without a set start period i find it hard to track yeah. Which is why also I didn't do a lot of progression because a lot of my 15 hours was also just spent grinding cash so I could just automate everything yeah. from, yeah. you know, the gardening and the feeding and the plort pickup and all that stuff. Like mm. all of my corrals have that now. Um, and like it's been nice, but it did take a while to, I guess, grind up to that point just because I was so sick of coming back to my farm and all my slimes are starving and they make the saddest faces. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I've abandoned you. I was trying to explore. Yeah. <laughs> and, and dude, it's like totally, totally like I agree on that. And like on top of that, like when you're doing your cycle in this game, you can be done like you you did everything right like imagine you did have like somewhat of a pattern you did and you did your rounds if you go back to the beginning it's not like perfectly efficient yet 
but you could suck some fruit yeah, off some trees. Yeah, you could do it again, yeah. Like, you could just go forever. And I, you know what I mean? Like, it feels as if, like, it's like, you can... Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. You know well, and I feel like there's So been... I would find myself, like, on my ranch for, like, days on end yeah. without actually leaving the ranch. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait, I need to, I need to leave. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I feel like in Star... I, I agree with your point, Zoe. And I feel like when I was in Stardew Valley, you I would occasionally get into cycles where it was like, okay... I'm going to go do my, like, farm loop. I'm going to milk my cows and help my chickens and water, like, whatever. And then I would be, like, completely exhausted. Like, my not me as a human, but, like, me as my little character would be completely exhausted. And I was like, oh, this is a problem. Like, I need to either automate something or downside. Like, I had to, I would, like, view it as something I need to solve. So now you as a human is just completely exhausted. Well, but no, no, no. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, something about that day cycle would, like, signal to you, like, oh, this isn't quite working as effectively as I want it to. I should, like, make some adjustments here. Whereas, like, I feel like in Slime Rancher, I agree it's, like, hard to gauge where you are and what's happening. Like, I feel like I could fill every single spot like every single little corral area with slimes and we could literally just do that for the rest of the game and i don't know if i would get the same like signal that i needed to like change something to make it better do you know what i mean i don't think i explained that very Mm -hmm. well but i feel like Stardew Valley Mm -hmm. does a nice job of like giving you some kind of like a way to gauge your efforts and like understand when you're Mm -hmm. doing better or worse that slime rancher doesn't right. quite But also have. in Stardew Valley, it matters if you water your plants and feed your animals. True. Like in this game, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They don't die? Except you kind of feel bad. No, they I don't die. So. The, the, slimes the slimes get, get a agitated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they get sad. Well, and I so mean, it can actually cause some problems. Um if you have like a lot of largos in a pen and they get agitated and depending on the type of largo um with the boom ones especially they just like explode a lot and they'll start like actually like taking off like rockets out of your pen and flying around your ranch mm-hmm. what if you put a top on it it the top ha- like has hp so like it takes two hits oh okay and then it will need to recharge and during that time they can launch themselves out Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah, and I would also say I haven't actually, gotten like, to that point yet. But like, but adding more to this, even though I'm not the one who plays Stardew Valley, like just conceptually, Stardew Valley also has days that rain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get a break. There's no day where it like rains True. fruit or something. Yeah, and then it's just like, hey, all your shit's <laughs> like <only>. settled. <laughs> like the drones come out from over. Like fucking Amazon's <laughs> drones just help you out for a day, and then. <laughs> leave again yeah i I mean you can employ you can create craft a drone in the in the lab i have yet to to actually do it i need to still find some different materials from a slime that i have not discovered yet yeah but um yeah there's like oh this this little bot will help you with all your tasks around the ranch i'm like well that's the first upgrade that i'm purchasing and i'm like hmm i don't know what these plort types are i'm assuming i'm not gonna get these plort types for a while yeah <laughs> we had the same experience so we're like oh fuck yeah get that thing and you're like oh never mind mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and so i think it's like it's the way i like to just personally like the way i like to play these games is i like to do all the work that i do and then i'm done and now that things are done in a more definitive done capacity for a while then i like to go out and adventure Mm -hmm. 
but it feels often like our ranch is always just a little bit undone. Like, well, now I might as well just go pick up the ports from the fucking, the, the, the pond again, you know, mm-hmm. or something like that. And I think that to me is, it's fine. You just have to like, let it go. But then, you know, it ends up being like, if you really tr- want to crank the gears and you don't want shit to go to waste, it's like very, it's, it ends up being a lot of like, like an exploration trip and then like just a long time cranking gears. Yeah. And then, like, a small exploration trip. And then it's like, well, fuck me. We should just go to bed. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> yeah. Plus side, though, playing this game on a TV, like, next to your bed is fucking fun. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a nice wind-down activity. This game has really scratched that itch for me of, like, a nice wind-down bedtime game. It's also been very well-timed. Like, I've been working really long hours for the past week or so. And so I've been able to, like, come home... I'm just be like, McCoy, you want to play Slime Rancher? And we'll just play Slime Rancher for like, you know, an hour or two before bed. Mm-hmm. Farm some plorts. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. So it's a very like s- sort of soothing, relaxing game. I think that all of these sort of like ranching, farming sims have that similar like soothing cycle to them. At least for me personally. But Slime Rancher definitely works with that. Yeah. I find that I can fall asleep much easier after a game like this than counter-strike valorant yeah exactly like, <laughs> like i'm not saying i'm gonna get into the scientific nuts and bolts of why but but you might be able to figure that one out <laughs> like yeah. uh yeah yeah at least with this game i'm not up being like i should have peeked that corner instead i'm just like no yeah i did well <laughs> exactly oh god you know i will say that staying up all night saying you should have peeked that corner is your body learning so you know next time you might peek that corner yeah yeah takes a couple times but anyways yeah no it's 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 interesting because in a way on this podcast right if we like go behind the curtain but not really because we don't really go fuck there's no real curtains here between like the back of our podcast and like the front or anything but every once in a while we think about like what would be a cool game to relax and play sometimes it often is short games that's some that's one of the 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 criteria we've been optimizing for say you know short games beautiful games maybe ones that um require less thinking and stuff and yet this isn't necessarily a short game sure it's pretty but you know there is definitely a relaxation factor to the style of this game though for sure um that is an interesting criteria that i don't think i had at least thought of in that way for those sorts of discussions but i definitely feel like it's a relaxing game to play um Mm -hmm. and so it ends up being like a relaxing week for the podcast that's kind of cool and I think, like, ultimately, yeah. that's what you out there and us should really know about this game, right? It's just, like, relaxing and chill. Like, mm-hmm. and you get to feel accomplished a little bit sometimes. If you want that, give it a shot. <laughs> you know, like, it probably does that. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. Mm-hmm. Has anybody, so we, we kind of talked about Ogden's Wilds, but has anybody also done the... Um... Uh, I forget her name, but it's Mochi's basically Manor. like almost, yeah, Mochi's Manor, which is basically like the racing simulator part of the game almost. No. We have not been there yet. Honestly, I went into Ogden's Manor and I was like, oh, cool. I have other stuff to do right now and <laughs> immediately left. <laughs> For 30 minutes Ooh. more of like sucking fruit off trees. There's, and... there's some good stuff there. Huh. Yeah, but I, I hadn't, say, uh... I hadn't uh, unlocked all of the places that I needed to be yet. So 
Mm -hmm. um, I I was like, I need those green slimes. Mm -hmm. Let me go collect these 25 chickens so that I can get these green slimes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because, so I, um, I unlocked the convenience zone first by accident because I didn't know what I was doing with the keys. So instead of gaining more slimes, mm. um, I gained a useful way to get to more, like, I guess maybe I got more slimes. I don't know. Mm. I don't think so, though. I, I don't think it gives you any extra slimes. No. That path. Yeah. It was just, like, more cats and rocks. Gotcha. Um. Mm -hmm. And uh, teleports to other places. So it took me a long time. Probably not quite as long as McCoy and Elena, but a, a good amount of time to get to... Um, first I went to the moss blanket, and then um, I went to the... the like weird ancient door mm. um and i was like oh that's where this is cool um because raphael context, i had set that as like the halfway point that we should try to yeah. get mm -hmm. to for this week mm -hmm. right um but then i was out of keys and i couldn't find the green slimes the toxic slimes what are they called red Rads. red slimes red slimes yeah, they are pretty rad. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's when tr that's when Ogden's place was uh, was unlocked. Was when I was trying to feed the hunter slime in order to finally unlock the indigo mines. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, I didn't even, I didn't find either the indigo gordo or the honey gordo um, on my first, like, two and a half runs through the moss blanket. And I was like, are there even any gordos in here? Mm. Like, I, I need more keys. Am I fucked? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I... I checked Discord and I saw that McCoy and Raphael were playing Valorant and I was like, sweet, Raphael will be happy to answer my question in the middle of a game of Valorant. Oh my God. So 100%. I texted Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael, you're so fucking... I texted Raphael. He's so lucky right a now. A quick question about... Oh, go yeah, go ahead. About uh, Slime Rancher. Because I know <laughs> Raphael's priorities mm -hmm. and... And his priorities include helping friends through games that he loves. Yeah. And um I say it like that, huh? How am I supposed to be mad? And <laughs> <laughs> and um and it worked perfectly. Uh Raphael told me that they were in fact in there. And mm -hmm. then I did a quick search and was like, Ah, yeah, that's where they are. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah, it was like, have you found honey chunk? Have you found hunter chunk? <laughs> And I was like, no, thank you for telling me they exist. 
So Elena, um, the confused look there. Do you, are you familiar with the term chunk? I thought he said chunk, and I was like, are there chunks of these things around? Have I not <laughs> seen those yet? <laughs> Elena, Elena is definitely familiar with the term chunk. I know about chunk. Yeah. Too much time I just thought it was chunk. Looking at pictures of animals. Mm-hmm. I thought there were yeah. like small chunks of honey, like leading. I was like, it's like a Hansel and Gretel kind of situation. Mm, there should be. <laughs> there should be actually. Dude, be there great. should be a giant oven at the end of this game. <laughs> Just like what the fuck? Oh my God. <laughs> just a... just to fire pink slimes into, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like you walk into and there's a to bunch of golden jelly. fucking slimes in the back of it. Next time someone incinerates something, just imagine that I made McCoy walk that thing back to where it came from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and release it into the wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. and then it's like a fun game of like. So. I still don't know. How to capture lucky slimes and golden slimes. Um, I don't know if I know lucky slimes, but I can tell you about golden slimes. And then Raphael can correct me if I'm wrong. Sounds fair. You cannot capture them. Yeah. You shoot them. But you can do things with them. Yeah, so with the golden ones, I think you just shoot stuff at them. And every time you hit them, it'll drop a golden plort or other resources. Ah... So it's like a it's an okay. aiming mini game. Mm-hmm. The lucky slime's somewhat similar. All right, Do you so want me McCoy to elaborate, or should I keep it a mystery? Is in for the gaming mini game for the sh- aiming mini game? Yeah, except mm-hmm. that it's some fucking <laughs> some fucking old school like like TF two or fucking Overwatch style of aiming where it's like projectiles and shit that I have to fucking aim. It's like my worst style. I mean, listen. I'm competent at the shooting in this game, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is it is projectile, so that's hard, you know? Things that are flying are hard to hit with your things that are flying as well. It's very difficult. Yeah. That's why you want to corner them and just, like, you know, you want to, like, blow them into a corner, ideally, if possible. It's difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. It, it honestly kind of reminds me of... We were playing, like, Demon Souls. We, we've paused for... <laughs> For this game, um, but in Demon Souls, oh my god, what? Ow, ow, ow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there should be a slightly different sound for Demon Souls because for whatever reason, it's not called. Dark it should Souls. be that noise that James just. Yeah, yeah I mean, awful. that we should really get that recorded. <laughs> oh god, I'll timestamp it. Timestamp that shit. Um, but yeah, like it's like you know when like the lizards that have the really rare upgrade resources like come around and then you're like oh fuck you got to get them like the best way to kill those guys too is just happen to like corner them somehow and then just like obliterate them because otherwise you're like chasing after Whale them. On them yeah <laughs> dude there is a fucking place in demon souls that we got to when you're in the mines where you like there's this like crazy lunatic shopkeeper type guy which everyone's really weird in those types of games but he's talking about how he, he like knows there's like a den where there's like all these resource lizards, but he's like not gonna tell you where it is. And you do find it. And just coming across it is the most insane shit I've ever seen. I've like having played so many Dark Souls games, I've never walked into a room with so many of those lizards at one time. It was like the most intense feast of upgrade resources I had ever seen. I was like floored. There was like 50. It was crazy. And they're all like running around. You're just like, oh my God. Anyways, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So great to recommend that. Yep. Demon Souls, pretty good. They say. They say, cool. 
Anything else people want to cover this week? I mean, I feel like you keep in mind, you know, we got more to play. We've got some automating to do, unless you saw who did it already, which is awesome. Um, I'm sure she's got more to do. I don't even know why I said it was done. Um, <laughs> it's never complete. She hasn't even made any drones yet. Yeah, I can't be done without drones. Gosh. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I have put 50 pink slimes into the receptacle. The lab? Total. Like, that's that's all I've done for the lab. Yeah. But then again, I did unlock it about three minutes before I logged off for the week. So I did want to touch on one other thing that hasn't been mentioned so far. Uh, what do you guys think about the story? Because there is a story in this game, although it is maybe a bit subtle. Okay, here's exactly how I feel about this. Now, other people are feel free to have different opinions than me. The story is the stuff that I find that I keep thinking was going to be a useful item on the ground, but it's instead just a <laughs> piece of fucking written note or something about like, I like the stars. And you're like, fucking great. Do you unlock a key? Do you have a key? Do you have a fucking key? I fucking <laughs> we can't figure out how to get these fucking keys. <laughs> so that's how I feel so far about the story is that it is the most disappointing thing to interact with so far. Anyone else? Oh no. Wow, harsh. <laughs> yeah. Um what about the uh the the back home story, McCoy? Yeah. Casey's uh mails. Mm-hmm. Emails or something. Yeah. Star mails. Have you not read any of them? Oh, Atlanta's no. supposed to be reading those. Okay, look, I'm not saying anything because that <laughs> oh. one time I said you didn't read the journal. Did you journal? not read the journal? <laughs> I got in real big trouble. So I'm not going to out you, but you can say for yourself if we've been reading that mail or not. No, I mean, I open it and we scroll through it, but I just don't read it. That's your job. I thought that was clear. <laughs> <laughs> I do the work. I don't do the story. What do you... Uh, did we not define this uh, okay. at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> we need to define the well, relationship I, I will... No, but like... I. I will reserve my comment on this for the, the next episode. Yeah, then. I'm going to go back and read all the letters. Don't worry. Yeah, when they've read none of them still. No, no. No, no, I got this. Yeah. Well, it's just one of those things where, like, Alina now gets to be on her high horse as if, like, she... I opened all of them because they were notifications. And goddamn, if that's going to fucking sit unread, mm -hmm. that's fucking crazy. But, like, did I really read them? No. But did I scroll through them as slow enough so that the other person could Was read? Was it slow enough? Yes. Okay. Did you say anything when it was too fast for you? I might have been looking at dogs on Instagram. Exactly. Know. Come on. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This whole narrative was like, God, McCoy, I can't believe you don't read this shit. It's like, no, that's standard. No, I just didn't want to say it because I didn't want to get in trouble for saying it. Mm -hmm. But we have not read it. Cool. So I, the, the resident person that doesn't touch the story at all in this kind of game has read significantly more than you guys got so got what do you wow. think about the story james i think it's good cool interesting i think it's an interesting story and um i like that it seems to be telling the story of why somebody would choose this life mm. so it's like the beginning of stardew valley where they're like fuck i quit quit my tech job to go out into the it's more Along the lines of a Firewatch mm. than a Sturdy <laughs> Valley. Mm, cool. Well, you said the word Firewatch. So That's we'll why it says reading. that Firewatch I, yeah, I, is mm. <laughs> yeah. a game most similar to. <laughs> Dude, Steam will yeah. try fucking See, anything. Steam will be like, I don't know. Me saying that was is guaranteeing McCoy to go back and read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say it is actually really well written, but it is very easy to skip it if you are not like the sort of person who likes to read. I mean, I, I think 
with cyberpunk i was like i read literally everything mm-hmm. and everybody was like what <laughs> yeah so so i just read all of the things uh so but it's really good hmm. cool we will check it out yeah i haven't really been focused on the mail i've been reading more of the like the h points or the only way i can call them mm-hmm. like the little h indicators yeah. which sometimes are unhelpful like in I forget which area it is, but basically, like, you approach it, and it's like, oh, I understand you fell through a hole to get here. I created an escape route over yonder, and I'm like, well, I approached this from this angle, but it's a 360 view of this H point, so which is, what is over yonder? Is uh, it? There. It means roll far <laughs> in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There, there are notes less left by Hobson. Yeah. Who, yeah. who gave you the ranch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. He gave it to you, but also, like, there's a massive corporation involved in this yes. giving. I think it's kind of like a sharecropping situation. Yeah. That's kind of what it seems like. That was sort of my vibe, too. I, I yeah. love the corporation take on it, though, because it's so much like the online multiplayer games that we're so used to in the terms of their verbiage. Like, if you get enough loyalty points and you keep on leveling up, at one point they're like... We are we honor your individuality, which is why we're introducing chroma packs. <laughs> but it's just like the verb the verbiage mm-hmm, that yeah. they use for the chroma packs is so on point with how other companies love to market them. And so yeah. I thought that was great. Like like I, I also liked the, the first one you get from them where it's like and extend our support in your bold new venture as a slime rancher. In parentheses, support extended. <laughs> Yeah, man, dude, I, oh, God, that stuff, like, I don't know, it makes me laugh, and I feel like slowly over time, it makes me cry mm-hmm. when I see it. It erodes your soul a little bit. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, it's like you will read, like, you will read, like, positive spin articles about, like, how they fired someone for, like, who knows what horrible thing they did, and they will somehow have, like, a positive angle mm-hmm. on that. Like, and you're just like, oh, God, I don't even know. That's not even a good example. But it's like, we're like them, like, pulling out funding from something. They'll be like, they'll, like, have a positive spin on why they're breaking this, like, 10-year business deal because of some weird shit on Twitter. It's just like, it's horrifying. It's horrifying. Like, just, I think it should be illegal to lie to people in tone. That's what I think. That's a really hard thing to police, but I think we should try. I don't know. I could be wrong on that, but it's just like. It's the same thing. We were talking about this uh, the other day, Elena, when you were talking about, um, like, like certain phrases that you can't avoid uh, saying to children, basically, in kindergarten. Like, like one of them is, oh, so sad, but, like, said that way. That tone is not matching <laughs> with the words. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That is such a fucked up thing to do to a developing human that is, like, trying to figure out what the fuck you mean because they barely understand english let alone like the subtleties of like tonality and then to like to to say something like that it's the same thing the corporations do though like it's like they want to say words one way and then they want to like have a tone a different way and they want them to be like whatever it doesn't matter they can just our our tone our our tone is just this Mm -hmm. so if we have to tell you something really sad we'll say it in this tone anyways and i just like i don't know man that rose me the wrong way Mm mm-hmm yeah Mm mm-hmm But okay, I mean, I think, I think that's a that's a good primer, I guess, 
to our uh, slime rancher experience. Yeah. And everything. Good intro. Yeah. So next week we, we finish this game. We are now at the ancient temple or whatever. Mm-hmm. We finish the game from the ancient temple. So, like, is there, um, I was going to ask Raphael, is there an yeah. actual definitive endpoint? Because the game seems rather continuous to me in terms of how you can complete it. There is an end to this story. Yes. Okay. I I believe, I, I don't remember completely, but I believe it has, like, a, a credits roll moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the ending will be somewhat obvious, probably. But I mean, it's kind of like Stardew, where it's like you can just keep branching after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. They pull like a Fallout Three, and they just like don't let you go back to play the rest of the game. You're like, what? Why would mm-hmm. you do this to me? <laughs> and then Slime Rancher New Vegas comes out <laughs> with the upgrade, and then like people just literally won't shut the fuck up about how that's like the best one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Gabe if he's still here. Yeah. <laughs> he's still listening. <laughs> Fuck New Vegas. <laughs> no, actually, New Vegas is fine. New Vegas is good, but Fallout 3 is great as well. That's what's fucked up. That's what's fucked up. Mm-hmm. 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 Dude, I miss Fallout. We should go, mm-hmm. we should go play Fallout again. I've, I've tried over the years to think, you know, like one every f- seven months or something, like trying to think about like how could we play Fallout for the podcast. And it turns out we could just YOLO do it. Who gives a fuck? You ready for a trash take? Okay. Hey. Those games are bad. <gasps> yeah, there we go. I disagree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. James is bold. I uh, I got bored of Skyrim after four hours. Oh yeah. I mean, just to clarify, and um, but that's because it's Skyrim. Yeah, I think I think Skyrim is bad personally. And Fallout. Yeah, that's where it gets tough. But. I- I never played Fallout 3. Well, that's where your problem is. So, mm. right, of course. But, like, yeah, Fallout 4 is a bad game. It is. But, like, the base concept of it doesn't excite me either. So, yeah. Someday. Someday we'll play Fallout 3. Listen, how about this? Someday they'll come out with a good game and then we'll play it. How about that? Wow. Bold takes. No, it's just because the thing is... Now that they're owned by Microsoft? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was convinced that they were trying to get bought for the past decade, and then they got bought, and I was vindicated. Wow. <laughs> Dude, you got anything else? You got any other insider secrets you can share with us, James? You got any other like, predictions for the next 10 years? Ugh. No, I, I just thought it was pretty obvious that they were gonna get they were trying to get bought because they were pumping all of their um, IPs for money in order to provide short term gains, which makes companies more like more interested in purchasing. Mm-hmm. You. Yeah, I, that's like I. It's a it's a classic strategy. I love that. I love that you you would give them that credit. I would instead just say, I think they're just bad, man. Like, I think they just are, are like, if, if that, I wish I could fucking be on an insider meeting at their company. And they're like, yeah, like, we're fucking everything over here. Like, we're lighting this, this, these franchises on fire so that we can get bots. Like, hey, at least you have a fucking goal. I thought you were just lighting shit on fire for fun. Just pouring gasoline on fucking treasured uh, franchises. And then just like flashing Elder Scrolls 6 for like the sixth year in a row at E3 with like zero footage. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what you were doing. Um. 
Also, did you see that um, the new Skyrim came out? The new? It's just Skyrim. Is it like poured onto a fucking toaster this time? It again. <laughs> I think it's like 10 year edition or something oh, like that. Oh, okay. What's so funny about that is that it's just like, if you look like, like, okay, say what you will about that, but because they made Skyrim, right? And then they made like the Skyrim HD edition. And then I guess they've made this 10 year edition, which no, I didn't even hear about. But what makes me laugh is that like when Fallout 76 came out, like people were like really criticizing it for its visuals, not having kept up. And okay, that's fair. I think it has its own distinct look, and I actually really like Fallout's look, although it is a bit simple and definitely there's like where a lot of bugs with the engine and whatever else. But I thought the most biting comparison for that that I loved was someone who just compared Fallout seventy six to a modded Fallout. Like, yo, these guys are in their fucking basements and they're working with your fucking engine. They don't even get paid. Look at how this looks. And dude. I think that was unrecoverable. Like, I was like, wow, this mm-hmm. does look really fucking good. When you just put a bunch of random people's effort into it, that's not even, like, supposed to synergize, but you just, like, sort of curated it to, like, work together. And then it's, like, versus... So, yeah, that was... That was actually brutal. That was actually brutal. So, like, this HD 10-year edition, I'm guessing... Probably not even as good as modded. It would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Which is... Yeah. That's Unlucky. not good. Well, so this is the same thing that happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. So again, I, I don't actually know about this ten-year edition, but I'm guessing. I, I since I haven't heard about it, I don't think it's like a Demon Soul style remake where they like lovingly recrafted it and even reimagined it at spots. Like, look at before and after. Oh, please. Yeah. Right. There's no way. Right. <laughs> no. But like, look at the before and after. They footage they like Demon Souls. Like they like looked at some mods and they were like, which ones of these can we do for thirty bucks? <laughs> <laughs> and um. And that's what they're selling. Yeah. Um, yeah. They shouldn't even sell the game anymore. They should just sell the experience of buying it on PC, installing Nexus Mod Manager, downloading a bunch of mods, <laughs> and then leaving and uninstalling everything. They should yeah. just sell that experience because, mm-hmm. like, honestly, that's the experience I get with Skyrim these days. It's like, maybe if I modded it, it would be fun. It's not. Okay. <laughs> Modding tech support the whole game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but, like, but so, where it just teaches you how to Google. Exactly. <laughs> for tech it support. teaches you what an INI yeah. file is. <laughs> just how to yeah, edit it. Yeah, yeah. This is good. I like this. This is good. How to download things and put them in a particular folder on your file system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to make it boot. Yeah. And then when it boots, it's like, yeah, you win. Good job. This is honestly That's a game, game that should exist if it doesn't exist. Like modding you know who the I game. think could make this game? Who? The same guy who made Papers, Please. Adam Stafford. Yeah. <laughs> I think that he could yeah. really make a great yeah, modding right. simulator. Oh, fuck, dude. Except that he needs to not do this and instead make whatever the fuck he's making. Yeah, that's different whatever he's doing is better. After fucking Oprah Dinn, it's like, dude, you just gotta, whatever's in there. So I guess if, you know what, if he made a modding simulator, it'd be the fucking best one. Mm-hmm. But like this is what we're we're dealing with in the industry right now. It's like a lot of turns out like for a long time making new IPs has been really hard to do, really hard to succeed when you can be like really safe and just like you know milk an old franchise or whatever. And then you have all these games that exist like from your library that people would love to play again, but because you made them pretty terribly on PC the first time, if not at all, like they don't work. You know what I mean? So it's just like just like remake it and make it beautiful is like a lot of people are trying to do. 
and you know they're they're porting console games and stuff and that's like cool um but it's like i think a couple people have set the bar for for remasters in a way that's like making the industry really weird right now because like i like i'd say demon souls is one mm-hmm. of them and they did um shadow of the Colossus before that where they're like a studio that their whole goal is like just make the most amazing remaster ever like when demon souls came out it was the best looking game on ps5 and it's a remaster like that's unheard of you know what i mean like there's no way skyrim is the best looking game on pc right now right no. this 10-year edition there's no way right because i haven't heard about it so that's what i mean it's like not without mods but even with mods man like like this looked like the best game on oh PS5. yeah yeah no i no, agree. but it was just like th- that's the bar that's getting set um now and so people are starting to revolt against like low effort remasters i don't know if you guys have noticed this i saw this with ninja gaiden where all they did was make the original games run on pc and i was so fucking happy and people were like this fucking sucks man like i want this to be way better i'm like okay that'd be cool way better be cool i'm not arguing with you however i just wanted to be able to play the old games on my current computer that's awesome you know Mm -hmm. but no like people the bar is very highly set now because like people are doing incredible work in the remaster department. Like for instance, like did you guys see Diablo Resurrected? Diablo Two, the remaster. Yeah. yeah. So they do that badass thing. Yeah, but I don't. I'm I'm avoiding Blizzard games right now. Yeah, yeah, that is a not an uncommon concept, and and perhaps <laughs> if you don't know why, you can look that one up. Don't let us. <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah, yeah no yeah, spoilers yeah. for yourself. No spoilers on that one. Oh, that's super funny. Um, okay, reasonable. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. But anyways, like, they're, look visually, though, at the remaster, though, because they, I'm pretty sure they have that switch that some remasters are doing where you can switch between old graphics and current graphics. Yeah, they have a toggle. That's, like, an insanely powerful thing that remasters can do, which is super cool because then you're playing through the game and you're like, this doesn't look that different. This just looks how I remember it. And you click the button, you're like, holy shit. Like, it's just a really powerful party trick, if you would. So, like, that's starting to become standard. And if you don't have that in your remaster, you better have a pretty fucking good reason why you didn't. So, it, the remaster seems really interesting. I, I say watch it, guys, because it's, 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 it's coming. It's already been around for a while, but it's coming to the more prominence right now. You know, like, for instance, like, Dead Space is getting remade and, like, remade. And, like, um, they remade how, how they remade uh, Resident Evil is really interesting as well. Like, Resident Evil, they, like, they reimagined the games. Mm-hmm. They didn't even do like a one for one remake that's beautiful. They reimagined them. And apparently, like Resident Evil 2 or something, which I've never even played, but apparently the remake, quote unquote, is like one of the best games to come out in the past couple of years. So, like, this is what people are doing in the remaster space. So, I say keep an eye on that shit. It's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. You know what doesn't really need a remaster, though? Slime Ranger. Oh, I don't agree. Slime Ranger. already <laughs> adorable. Don't agree. I, because they, they only have the PS4 version. I would a have Slime loved, Rancher? Yeah, I would have loved to see in a PS5 4K 120 hertz remaster. They could do it. <laughs> Let, well, they've got Slime Rancher 2 coming. There you oh, go. Oh, shit. <gasps> now with even more cute slimes. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies. I've got to go. Yeah, so get for the, the real homies that are bunny, still listening. The, 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 the bunny. Um, what? <laughs> right in at. <laughs> tyranny of thumbs at gmail.com yeah hey james nailed it um yeah. i nailed it this time um yeah also the rubber ducky i have to go get let the us know ducky. your hot takes about the <laughs> game industry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also send us a rubber ducky mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah 
Don't do not give out your home address. Just to clarify, PO box is what we use. We do not have a PO box. Yeah. You can just send us an email. You know, recently. Like we said two weeks ago, if you want to dox us, subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> or we'll give you That's our right. so That's right. That's so unreasonable. <laughs> yeah. Dude, honestly, though, I bet you that people would use that pay scheme. Like, dox me. <laughs> if you want to dox me, like, just pay a thousand or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but then we have to, like, buy a second residence so they can dox one, but not the one we actually live in. Interesting. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. But that's not the point. Would go towards our private. The point security. is that they pay money so that they know where we are. No, James. I understand that's the point. I'm at saying that we can't actually have at all that. Times. They just get the they just get the keys to my final iPhone, <laughs> and it's just like, wow, McCoy, <laughs> still in your office? Eh? Yep. Turns out he never leaves. <laughs> turns out I work and play in the same room. Sometimes I leave though. Sometimes you leave for food. Dude, I left today, and my car didn't start, and I was like sick, and then I just went back inside. <laughs> Like I didn't even wasn't even mad. <laughs> I was just gonna like, run some errands. They weren't even urgent, and I was just like, "Oh shit, I must have like left the lights on, even though I don't think I did that." And like the doors seem like they're closed. Eh, whatever, I'll deal with this later. And I just left, but it was really awkward too because I just met my like one of our new condo residents. So she's not a direct neighbor, but she's pretty close. And uh, the house went really good. Uh, doxing yourself. Yeah, exactly. And we, ex- I was exactly <laughs> here. Um, no, but I saw her in the parking lot. And we were talking for like 20 minutes and I was sitting next to my car and I was like, all right, peace. And I just like pressed the <laughs> unlock car button and then nothing happens. And I'm like, so either the key is dead or the car is dead. And either way, this is very awkward. So I sort of like stall my movements. <laughs> like I don't quite go to the car door yet. You know, I'm just like sitting there like, shit, should I pull my phone out? And then I'm like, that's a classic. So I pulled my phone out. You know, she's walking away. I see her out of the corner of my eye. Like her dog then starts pausing somewhere. So then she's pausing with the dog. And I'm just like the whole time. So then I end up resorting to putting the key in the actual fucking door and turning it, which then sets the car alarm off, which was unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah. And all this is because I knew my car was fucking dead, (laughs) but I was trying to keep like a good first impression. And I don't think I necessarily succeeded, especially because I wait for her to get inside and then I instantly fucking stealth walk back in my house. I didn't want her to like see me walk back into my house because then why the fuck were you outside? Um, And I didn't want to explain any of that um, until today. Well, hopefully she listens to the podcast because now she'll know. I hope she does. I hope she's like everyone that I talk to where they're like, oh yeah, like what's your podcast? I totally listen. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. Don't lie. I'm not even going to tell you. Like when you're just like a random person, like I get it, like you're you know an acquaintance, and you're like you don't even like people that don't even play games. Like, dude, I would totally listen to your podcast. Like, no, you wouldn't. Why would you torture yourself like that? Do you know how many comedians have podcasts that are so funny? If you don't like the games, like what what are you doing? Anyways, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we're done. Nailed it. All right. <laughs> perfect all right well next another week, perfect ending by tyranny of thumbs i was gonna say next week we'll finish slime rancher we'll tell you all about it then mm-hmm. sweet okay <laughs> all right. somebody hit stop i am okay i'm hitting that stop but